And you know, he's like, like I think at one point he tries to like high five them. Oh yeah, he does high five them. Yeah, none of them really, you know, want to high five. But like they high five each other, and he said like, "Can I get some of that?" <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> anytime you have to ask, yeah, can I get a little bit of that high five. <laughs> you weren't meant to have the high five. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom Com Rewind Podcast. I'm Sarah, and I'm Devin, and I love rewatching movies over and over again. And I really, really love romantic comedy. So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have... That, that Awkward, awkward moment. moment. And uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. We have a lot of fun discussions, especially about what we're going to be doing coming up, and maybe you can chime in on that, sway our decisions a little bit. Also, uh, leave a review and follow us on iTunes Podcasts, as well as uh, Spotify. So That Awkward Moment, directed by Tom Gormican. It's the first and so far only movie he has directed. Really? Yeah, not much else on his IMDb page. Oh. Hmm. This is the story of uh, of three best friends. We have Jason, played by Zac Efron. We've got Mikey, played by Michael B. Jordan. And then we have Daniel, played by uh, Miles Teller. Jason is our main character. Uh, we see most of the movie through his lens. And he's your classic, you know, charming, I don't want anything serious, but if we could just have great sex for a little while <laughs> until you want something serious, that's sweet with me kind of thing. Then I'll pull the shoot. You pull the shoot, exactly. Daniel is kind of similar, although he relies a little bit on uh, a good female friend, Chelsea, played by uh, Mackenzie Davis, to wingman him. We don't really know the history there, but it seems like they've been good friends for a while. And then we have Mikey. He's getting a divorce. Turns out his wife, Vera, played by uh, Jessica Lucas. Is it, I think it's Vera? It's Vera, yeah, okay. Vera. <laughs> She's been cheating on him. And the real conflict in the movie comes when all three of these guys agree, hey, you know what? We're going to stay single together because Mikey got f***ed over by... Vera? I mean, I guess if Vera. you're talking about aloe vera, it could be Vera. Vera. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mikey's in a bad place. Let's do the <laughs> single thing together. Problem is, Jason falls for this woman, Ellie, played by um, Imogene Poots. She's kind of our main female protagonist. Daniel ends up falling for Chelsea, and Mikey quietly starts um, redating, rehaving sex more with, <laughs> yeah. his, with his wife Vera. Vera, yeah, okay. She was in the movie for like three scenes, honestly. Vera, yeah, I'm I sorry. didn't know her name until I looked it up. Yeah, because um, I don't think he even really says it that often. He says yeah. Harold more than he says right. who is the guy that she cheated <sighs> Mikey with. Harold. He says her name more than Vera's name so His I didn't actually know more it than Vera's name. oh yes yes sorry yeah I mean it's it's good it's a good movie it's <laughs> the first R-rated it's the first R-rated movie we've done hey! um so it was good change it up a little bit with the majority of the cast being uh, male leads and kind of the secondary cast um being female so it's essentially about the awkward conversation that is had when you're moving on from hanging out or seeing each other to dating and being exclusive. The so where's this going conversation. That's right. That's like the premise. Yes. So I was trying to figure out what that awkward moment was. But then the first time I watched the movie and I was like, oh, OK. And I kind of didn't really get it. Oh, you were looking it. for one singular awkward moment. But it's like there are many. Anytime you come into a situation where it's like, so what are we doing here? Totally. That is the awkward Well, moment. it clicked this time. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's got it, everybody. <laughs> I now know what the movie's about. It's ah. the it's the awkward soul. Where is this going? Conversation. No, oh, it, man. it's a fun movie though. <laughs> we have to talk about that premise because that is it's it's a funny premise for a movie. I, I did like uh, rewatching this. 
there were some jokes that, like, absolutely, the writing in this movie was so funny. It was, yeah. The premise got me a little bit sometimes of, like, uh, would this really have happened? And then I have to think of some of my uh, male single friends and how irrational they are. And then I think, <laughs> you know what? It, it's probably fairly accurate. Like, the whole dropping Viagra so you can drink like crazy and still get a hard on. You'd be shocked how many dudes I know have done something similar to that. I know a guy who went on a bachelor party, dropped some Viagra. Ended up at a special massage place. Not sure how all that goes down, but... Oh, my God. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can tell you all of the story, because in retrospect, that seems, like, kind of illegal. He specifically went there... No, sorry. He specifically took Viagra to go to a massage No, parlor. no. I, I think he took the Viagra just as, like, a joke. Like, ah, it's a bachelor party. Let's fucking go crazy. And then, like, four hours later, he's got this raging heart on. And the guys were like, hey, I like I know a place where you can get that taken care of. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, straight up. That was many years ago. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. I actually, yeah, like, I can't believe that. So some of the more bizarre things you see in this movie, it's like, would guys do that? Like, I guess yeah, they, would. they would. Of yes. course. Well, okay. So after the morning after they take that Viagra, oh, yeah. the bathroom scene when Jason and Daniel are on the phone with each other, both at different girls places and they're horizontal on the toilet taking a leak because they both have morning wood but the biggest question was does this mean that their dick is small because it's not touching the water when they're horizontal on the toilet yeah you can hear their yeah so so as soon as that scene happened i thought because like picture it like they're on the toilet horizontal their peen is pointing directly down peen yeah <laughs> Uh, I thought I'm like, ooh, you know, not not to get too dicey about this, but I'm like, I, I might I might be touching some water at that point. And they were just like, like peeing. So it's like lasers. Theoretically, you're like, they must be um, removed from the from the water space enough, right? And like splashing on the water. Yeah. So like, is there? But one of them says like, small? ooh, like my dick got into the water, but it's like it's not like it's it changing should. size. If it's yeah. hard, it doesn't get harder. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Poking some holes in that. It was interesting. Okay. And then the scene before that, like right before that, Jason thinks that he went home with a hooker. Oh, yeah. So to dive into that. So I guess that the day before, Daniel and him were talking about what hooker signs are. <laughs> so lots of condoms, high boots, stacks of cash lying around. And then so like he pieces out and then ends up seeing her this that morning at work because yeah. she's helping out with an account at his office. He's a works at a design firm. He for, makes covers for, for books. books. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so she confronts she confronts him about why he left. And then he tells her that he thought he was a hooker. First off, uh, do you tell her? Oh, sorry. I left and I pieced out in the middle of the night because I thought you were a hooker. Zach Efron says it because he's so good looking, you can't be upset about it. I guess so. Every other guy, though, yeah, I think you. And then proceeds oh, to shit, tell like her. Oh, shit, I got a work call. Like I, The I signs? Sorry. Like, proceeds to then tell her, oh, I thought you were a hooker because of the following. Because things. of all the hooker signs. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm not. And then he says, can I make it up to you? And tries to give <laughs> her his number. No, asks her for his number. And then she just writes in it, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was great. Can we talk about how Michael B. Jordan got done dirty in this movie? Yes. Because he got, he, in my opinion, he might be the best looking actor here. Like, Zac Efron yeah. is very good yeah. looking, but Michael B. Jordan, they're pretty neck and neck. Yeah. Mikey, first time we really see him, walks into his apartment, his wife 
Vera, <laughs> is there with a random dude. That dude's name is? Harold. Turns out Vera wants a divorce and Harold is her lawyer also. Harold. Is the dude she's been cheating on you with. <laughs> that's not even the worst of it. And then comments on his shoes. And then, yeah, that's right. Then the guy's he like, li- hey, he nice liked, shoes. yeah, he liked my shoes. Like the guy f***ing <laughs> my wife thinks I have nice shoes. That's not the worst part, though. The night at the bar gets a girl's number, goes home, jerks it in the washroom oh, yeah. to the beer coaster she wrote her number on <laughs> while he's gorging himself on ice cream. Turns out that lotion he was jerking it with is actually tanning oil. And as his tanning friends lotion, say, yeah. yeah, it's tanning lotion. As his friends say, his dick ends up looking like a traffic cone, <laughs> a yam, a can of Cheetos. And we even saw more on the outtakes. They had a lot of funny jokes. Oh, yeah, at his they expense. did. Yeah, the outtakes were really funny. But I'm like, Michael B. Jordan is like my favorite guy here. Yeah. And you just ended up uh, <laughs> making him the guppy. Yeah, I think um, that scene was really funny. I oh, mean, man, it was it super was awkward. Like, you were like, okay, wait, what is he doing? Oh, my God. Oh, he's weird. It. He's looking at the coaster. He's eating ice cream. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> the the best writing is when they come up with all of the things that something orange could be that would be a long stick and that's a corn like, dog yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the things where the writing i feel like the writing staff got the male interactions correct because it's mm-hmm. like i'm picturing back in college like when i was living with some guy roommates if i ended up doing that and i walked in i'm like guys look at my dick all those jokes would have happened like dude it looks like a fucking traffic cone they probably go out and get a traffic cone <laughs> bring it in to compare <laughs> So it's like those moments, I'm like, yeah, that's that's a very, it's very funny, but it's also very accurate. Yeah. Can we do a, a bang, Mary exile for the three guys? Okay. So we've got Miles Teller as Daniel. Yep. We've got Michael B. Jordan, Mikey. We've mm-hmm. got uh, Jason yep. as Zach Efron. Actually, put some, put some earmuffs on. Okay. Okay. So Sarah's not listening. We're going to make a prediction for sure. Uh, she's going to bang Jason, Zach Efron. She's going to exile Miles Teller. Um, she's going to say something about how his face is weird or something. And she's going to marry Michael B. Jordan. Okay, earmuffs off. Okay. I would marry Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I should get a dinger. Ding. <laughs> I would um, bang Miles Teller. What? And no. I would exile Zac Efron. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what? You have an opportunity to have sex with Zac Efron? And you're going to do Miles My- Teller instead? I think so, yeah. Why? I don't know. He's cute. What? What? <laughs> Zach Efron and you love abs. I know you love abs. Yeah. Okay. But he's not a, like, we're talking about, are oh, we the, talking about the actor the or the character? Yeah. Well, yeah, the character No, Jason. the character Jason is a douche. He's oh. a douche in this movie. Oh, yeah. He has no what? soul. That's right. You're, yeah. You like personalities more than mm. bodies because you're. Um, a nice person, <laughs> <laughs> unlike myself, and I was looking and at I think, completely cosmetically. I think Daniel Miles Teller mm-hmm. is is really cute. Anyway, whatever. Well, you ruined yeah. the game, Sarah. Okay, okay, we'll switch it up here. Okay, let's do um, Vera, <laughs> Chelsea, okay, and Ellie. So okay. the three main female characters in the movie. Okay. Do you okay. want me to put on earmuffs and you can predict? Um, sure. Okay. So I predict that. Um, Devin will marry Chelsea, bang Vera, and exile Ellie. All right. I would exile Vera. Okay. She's horrible. Yeah, she's a shitty person, she's actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a bad person. Yeah. I'd bang Chelsea. Oh. Ah, now that's tough. 
Because I think Chelsea and I actually have more in common, weirdly enough. Like, the fact that she plays piano, oh my god. I love that. Oh, no, I'm talking myself out of it. Okay, I'm going to marry Chelsea, everybody. Woo! And I'm a bang Ellie. That's what I got to go with. Okay, okay. Yeah, marry Chelsea. Like I said, why I didn't, like, why I would, why I would exile um, Jason Zach Efron's characters, because he's super selfish in this movie. Yeah. I mean, they they all are in, like, a different specific way. Yeah. Um, But... Like I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't say Mikey Michael B. Jordan's character is, um, but Daniel and Jason were definitely selfish. Um, they only really thought about themselves and not getting in a serious relationship with anyone. Like they, um, Jason didn't even show up to Ellie's father's funeral and said because he would be a distraction. But you're essentially dating her and you're a shoulder for her to lean on, and yet you literally just you said it would be easier for you not to go. Like, just very, very selfish. Yeah, I mean, Mikey Mikey didn't really do anything that I would consider to be wrong. Right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, the only so. wrong thing that Daniel did was that he didn't tell his friends that he was dating, dating Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Which, like, that's redeemable, it's shitty. But, but I think like, he was like a mini wannabe Jason at some points in the movie. Yeah, you th- know? they definitely had a similar vibe yeah. going. But Jason, not to show up for your girlfriend's mm-hmm. dad's funeral... Well, they hadn't, they hadn't had that awkward moment, the so conversation. You're right, they haven't had the so. However, yes, that was, it's definitely shitty that he didn't go. Can we get to the so then? Yeah, sure. Because the whole premise of the movie, as we said, is that when you're casually banging a girl and she hits you with the so, that's when you gotta, gotta pull the shoot. You know, that's the so that's either we're in a relationship or we're just having sex. Right, right. There's one girl who even says the so mid like. <laughs> Jason is banging her from behind, and she's like, so what is this? Have you ever pulled the sew in a weird situation? Um, yeah, no. Have you? I don't pull the sew. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think I've gotten the sew. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's immedi- what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I- I've gotten the sew, like, uh, immediately before, where it's like, we're, we're either going <laughs> to we're either gonna be dating and have sex in the next 30 seconds, or we're not going to be dating, and we're not going to have sex in the next. Maybe 30 I seconds. did it to have sex. You, oh, okay. <laughs> Here we, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh my god, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> oh man. Have you? So they even have a roster of girls, oh, and yeah. they would add girls they wanted to get with, and then take off ones they no longer wanted to hang out with. Sure. Um. So, you know, in your wisdom of years. Um, How old do you think I am? <laughs> um, did you ever have a roster of girls? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. I um, I mean, it wasn't as complex and as well thought out as Daniel and Jason. <laughs> like you didn't make them like little plane pieces. Like, oh, I'm gonna take yeah, you th- off. They act you like on. it's a sports team. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> I mean, in college, there were just there were just girls who it's like you know. Maybe you hang out with them a few times. You guys, you know, do whatever. And then a couple months later, you see them at a party and you're like, hey, like, we should hang out again sometime. Like, yeah, why don't you come over tomorrow? So it wasn't <laughs> like, it wasn't thought out like that, but it was kind of like, you know, there were a number of girls who at any given point I could be like, hey, what are you up to tonight? And make that shit happen. The, you know? booty, the booty call. Yeah, I just, I, I didn't really think too hard about it. Like, they, they're really. Yeah, they have like a plan. Oh, they've got a game plan. Yeah. They seemed to like date a couple girls until they said it. Whereas I was just like, "Oh hey, you around?" Like <laughs> they would date till the so. D- they would date yeah. until the so. Till the so do we part? <laughs> 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 you can't just 
just come up with that? I did. Till the so do we part. Yeah. That's actually funny. <laughs> I wasn't Thank expecting you. it. <laughs> um, did you ever have a roster? Um, like I think. Um, I think it was like. Oh, that's a yes. I think it was similar to like oh you. Oh my god, that's think, a yes. I think it was like similar to what you what you had. No, no plan. So wait, you would just uh, you'd booty call some guys? <laughs> hey, no, no, you up? no, <laughs> <laughs> no. It wouldn't <laughs> the the two word text you up <laughs> you up. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. You ever pull one of those? <laughs> no, I think I've had them pulled on me. Yeah, like I've had texts come in, guys like you up. I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know what? That's the annoying thing about having a roster, though, is that it is like it does take some planning. There would be times that like this girl who like, you know, I got on the line. Okay, we're going to we're going to have sex tonight. And she's like, yeah, like I'm just partying with some friends. I'll come over after. I'm like, yeah, sweet. 4 a.m. She rolls into my apartment and it's like, I'm already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't Asleep. really want to do it anymore. No. I mean, you do because Too late. a lot of effort was put. Well, you know, like she did make the effort to take a bus at like 4 a.m., which is totally sketchy. But but you're asleep. I mean, as a guy, you wake up for that shit. Yeah, I guess so. You, you get frosty. You, you, you know, slap frosty. the face a little bit. And, okay, here we go. Throw some cold water on your face. Yeah, yamp yourself up. But you had a roster. That's interesting. Okay, good to know. Like, not, like, not, I didn't write names on a board. Wow. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean... No, it was not. It was <laughs> starting pitcher number three, yeah, like, Jeffrey. <laughs> you get that starting pitcher? Yes. <laughs> um, oh, he thinks this one's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so when they go to the bar after Mikey's wife Vera leaves him for Harold, yeah. Um, so he wears a cardigan to the bar. Yeah. So what's the weirdest thing you've ever? Worn to the bar? Oh, it's a great question. I mean, I think I have worn a cardigan to a bar before. Why? I'll be honest. I don't know. It was probably winter and I probably just wore a little bit. I went through a cardigan phase. I think a lot of people did. Okay. <laughs> to the bar. <laughs> I feel like I've never. Mikey and I went through a cardigan phase. All <laughs> I right? guess. I guess. Was it after a breakup? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like every now and then you kind of get caught end up at the bar in a situation where you didn't think you were going to be at the bar totally like there are times where it's like you know i've been at the beach all day or like maybe i was working mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i happen to be at the beach like doing promo stuff for whoever and everybody's like hey like let's hit the bar afterwards and then that just ends up like you're at a nightclub at like 1 a.m and you're like i'm in flip-flops i can't believe they let me in here kind of thing <laughs> so yeah i feel like those moments have happened never by design though yeah i think i think the same for me like i think it's where i've worn pjs what? When I've had to you go You PJs? When I've a... had to go into the bar to get somebody who I was picking up. Oh. And then I've had oh, to wait so... around for that person to be ready to oh, leave. Oh my god. I've got... <laughs> now I'm making a mental image. Right? I'm picturing Sarah oh. with curlers in her hair. Okay, I don't know. PJ bottoms. This isn't the 1950s. Probably some floofy <laughs> floofy um loafers. No. Listen here, young lady. How old am I? And what <laughs> You're year very is old. it? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I think Jason and Ellie are a very interesting match. Oh, you don't think they'd make it? I mean, I think, okay, so just like looking at them. Judging a book by its cover? Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> Did you just hit me with an oh, ho, ho? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Santa. Um, So like, he's really, I find preppy. Like dresses preppy and is just kind of generally preppy, um, and I find her like ha she has more of a, like a hippie boho vibe. 
just I don't I didn't think like looking at them just didn't think it would work but obviously it did so it's just something more I noticed I feel like with a lot of rom-coms there is kind of the archetype that guys like and it's like I would consider it the the Zoe Deschanel like I'm quirky and I'm kind of dorky but I'm really relatable and I'm just adorable a lot of rom-coms tend to just jump into that archetype of like can we do like a Zoe Deschanel a Jace you know can we get some new girl vibes okay, in here? Okay, yeah, I hear you. I feel like Ellie hits that a lot. Yeah, yeah, she's I dorky, hear that. She's adorable. Totally. She likes specific things like parks. She likes parks. She likes specific things like parks. Yeah, she likes parks. She always has that. How back. much did we learn about her? Because is that the only thing that you really remember about her? Oh, and she um, hosts uh, library book reads. Wow, I just realized we fucking know nothing about her. Yeah, pretty much. We know her dad dies. And her birthday. We knows her. She's an author. I yep. f- so I feel like the book reading thing is kind of adjacent. Yeah, we know nothing about her. No, not really. Zach Efron, Michael B. Jordan, Miles Teller, and Mackenzie Davis, who plays Chelsea, were all born in the same year in 1987. Wow. Yeah. So they're 33 now, but when the movie came out, they were 27. I, I would put them all at 27 because they're all... Um, they're all out of college and yep. university. They all have careers that are more or less solidified. Yeah, but they're just kind of mostly but, starting out. Like yeah. I find, I think it plays really well with the characters in the movie. I think they did a really good job. And so Mackenzie Davis and Jessica Lucas, Jessica Lucas plays Vera, Michael's, um, Vera. Michael B. Jordan's wife. They're both Canadian. Oh, very cool. So that's really cool. Vera's done other stuff. Yes. I recognize yes, her. Yes, she has, yeah. Um, and so, so has Mackenzie Davis, though. Oh, really? So she plays... The enhanced super soldier in the newest Terminator Dark Fate. Oh. Yeah. That would have been cool news <laughs> like 20 years ago <laughs> oh when my people God. cared about Terminator <laughs> oh, movies. Come on. <laughs> I actually like Terminator movies. So I genuinely I. have not fucking heard of that one. No, I haven't either. I think the last one I heard of was the one with Amelia Clark. There was one with Amelia Clark? Yes. Oh my God. I'm a dude. I'm your prime demographic. Yeah. I like action movies. How do I hate all of your new movies, well, Terminator? Maybe they need to change up their... They do. Um, I mean, you're clearly making good casting calls, but... This is how I figured out what the movie was actually about. Oh my God. So... <laughs> <laughs> this was your eureka moment. It, it was. The apple fell. This legit hit me in head. the head. The movie is also known as Are We Officially Dating in Australia and Indonesia? Oh. And then I was like, whoa. Well, what? That's what they mean. Whoa. Okay. So, yeah. So, they actually called the movie com- something completely different in Australia and Indonesia. And it's called Are, you- Are We Officially Dating? The premise was inspired by Shakespeare's Love's Labor Lost. Is that a play? It is a Shakespeare's early comedies believed to have been written in the mid-1590s for performance at the Inns of Court before Queen Elizabeth I. Oh, interesting. This is Michael B. Jordan's first comedic role. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. He did well. Then again, he was the butt of all the jokes. Poor Michael B. Jordan. I know. Um, Okay, so the Ben and Jerry's flavor. Everyone wants to know this. The Ben and Jerry's flavor that Zac Efron brings to his friend's place is peanut butter cup just a tidbit for you there <laughs> i like that i had no idea what you were I talking may, about i may second. go out and buy it hey it sounds well, yeah good. when they're doing the the um ice cream and whiskey 
It's a surprisingly great, f- you know, flavor combination. Wait, does somebody throw the ice cream out the window, or is that a different type they of They have cream? it multiple times throughout the movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have it in a few scenes. Uh, Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller would later work together again in Fantastic Four in 2015. Oh my god, they would! Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, a year later. I actually completely forgot about it. Yeah, so yeah. it was another bad action movie. Unfortunately, but I liked it. Um, so moving on to best scenes. Okay. What's your best scene? Any scene with that weird boss. What's his name? Fred? Fred. I love those scenes. He like walks up to uh, Daniel and Jason at work. So so clearly he's like a manager at this graphic design or something place. He walks up to them and he's like, hey guys, it's Fred. <laughs> and they're both like, you know, Fred, it's not a telephone. Like we can physically... <laughs> see you it's like when my dad <laughs> texts me and he says hi sarah and then he says his message and he says love dad love and I'm like, dad yeah. yes dad but I he's know. doing that in person or he says hi sarah it's dad yep i know i know it's you dad i have you saved in my contacts <laughs> have you ever had like a socially awkward boss because i've had one not on this level but it's very um i feel like it's a little bit relatable just a boss who you're like are you so uncomfortable all the time? I don't understand how you make me uncomfortable <laughs> all the time. And he doesn't mean to, but it's just like, I don't know. No, I don't think I have. Really? Yeah. I had a boss similar to a Fred. So I loved all those Fred moments. Oh, okay. You've, you connected with them. I, I connected with, with them. Like the first one where he says like, hey guys, it's Fred. That one is just bizarre and weird. But the other <laughs> one where he's like, we got the account. And they're like, yeah. And he just like <laughs> awkwardly hangs out at the desk for like another 30 seconds. He's like, yeah. <laughs> we did it. That that boss I was telling you about, he would do that. That he is could, awkward. It is awkward. It's an awkward moment. He used to he used to, Whoa! He used to come into my office and he used to be like, Wow, it's it's so bright in here. And he would like turn down my dimmer switch. And I'm like, Could you f <laughs> the fuck off? Why are you turning my lights down? Like, this is how I work. Why are you interrupting my my workspace and just like changing the lighting? <laughs> but he was just trying to help me out. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have a few best scenes. Okay. Well, I have two. The cocktail party. Oh, rock out with your cock out. So Jason goes to Ellie's birthday party thinking that it's a dress-up party, costume party. Question. Yes. When you hear oh. dress-up party, what comes to mind? Do you think that it's a costume party or a dress nicely party. Uh, a dress up party. I would. I would think I'm wearing a costume. Thank you. Yeah. Because people usually say when it's a dress nicely party, they don't yeah. say that. They say a semi formal because it's supposed say, to be like, nice. Business cash or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I can't imagine walking into a party where everyone else is dressed up nicely and I am stuck wearing a costume. I've had that happen before. We've had that happen before. Yes, we have. Yeah. I, it took me a while to think about it. Was it was a but... Christmas party and they said it was a it was a dress up Christmas party, I feel. Yes. And so of course, <laughs> ugly Christmas sweaters are going to go perfect with this. Totally. We definitely took them out. Mine was so aggressive. It was a shout outs to Gong Show. It was like a, a hockey Christmas sweater and they literally had Velcro pucks. And like the the sweater was a, a hockey net with a goalie and you could velcro the pucks into the corners of the net <laughs> an absurd <laughs> ugly christmas sweater but i'm like this is fucking perfect no no it was horrible we showed up and no one was dressed in any type of ugly christmas sweater no. or anything remotely terrible looking everyone was dressed up nicely they were all wearing really cute nice skirts blouses 
um, ties. Like a bunch of well-adjusted human beings. Totally. And, and we showed the, up. The morons. I may have stuck some reindeer ears in my hair and uh, called it a day because, you know, why not? At that point, <laughs> you've already shown up and you got to wear it for the next, you know, five to seven hours. you got to commit. And Zach Efron, Jason, he committed. He committed. He went to a sex store and bought a dildo to stick in his pants and pretend it was his dick. But not only that, when he gets to the party, he realizes, <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's a dress-up party. <laughs> Why don't you leave? You have a dildo coming out of your pants. Yeah. Everybody is dressed so nice. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to stick around for this. Um, and yeah. he even makes that joke with Ellie's dad. I had a bit of secondhand embarrassment for Oh, him. yeah. Ellie's dad is like, why didn't you leave? And he's like, I don't know. I'm a sucker for punishment. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> and then he meets Ellie's parents and accidentally sticks the dildo in... In his mom's, mom's drink yeah. and said it's a cocktail <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a funny line <laughs> that was really good <laughs> the comedy did really yeah it, it was, hit it was awesome my other one my other one is one we already talked about the scene where mikey reveals that he jacked he oh, jacked him yeah. with the tanning lotion that was a good one and the guys were like bro it looks like a yam i just I love all that. You just really like that. I I really liked it. It needed a second mention. (laughs) Um, So the other one that I have is the bookstore scene. So this one's a little bit more heartfelt. Um, So where the three guys go to Ellie's bookstore event. So book reading. Thinking that no one would be there. But the place is packed. Zac Efron's character Jason goes up and basically tells her that he loves her. And gives this big speech pretending to the crowd that he's actually reading from his book. (laughs) Um... I just thought it was really, really cute. I love the part where once he was finished, everyone started clapping because they actually thought that he was reading from his own book. Yeah. It was really, really funny. But it was just really cute. And it's a throwback to the lines, the first lines we hear Ellie say. Yeah. I uh, I thought... Full circle. That scene, it had to be great. Jason did the worst thing possible. Like, he was a horrible guy. How are you going to... How are you going to pull this full circle and be like, hey, they could still end up together? And it was just such a beautiful moment. It was yeah, really, it was, really, it was cute. really cute. Yeah, I liked it. Honorable mentions. So I have one honorable mention. You've already touched upon him and his awkwardness. Oh, Fred! Fred. So he's my honorable mention. So, um, he gets this because he's so freaking awkward during the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just wants to be one of the guys so bad. And, you know, he's like, like, I think at one point he tries to like high five them. Oh, yeah. He does high five. them. Yeah. And none of them really, you know, want to high five. But like they high five each other. And he said, like, can I get some of that? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> anytime you have to ask. Yeah. Can I get a little bit of that high five? <laughs> yes. You weren't meant to have the high five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's just like they they were few and far between his scenes. He had like two of them. Right. But. They were really funny. Like, yeah. and he was always, he always had their back in, in a really awkward way. <laughs> like, it was great. It was good. I liked it. What should have been? So I don't have what should have been because they all kind of ended up with people. Yeah, they all ended up with people except for Michael B. Jordan. No, Mikey. he ended up going on the date with the girl with uh, glasses. Yeah, I guess. And they're hanging out. Yeah. My what should have been is that Michael B. Jordan should have gotten Miles Teller's role. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yep. But at the same time, yep. he, here I, I'm conflicted over it because I love Michael B. Jordan, and it kind of like it didn't bother me the first time I watched it, but the second time I'm like, he's just a mopey little shit. And then you see him do a great role, and you're like, wow, Michael B. Jordan's got some range. Totally, he could definitely play that role. So does Miles Teller, though. Well, so here's what I was thinking. I was like, I think I felt more empathetic towards Mikey in this movie because it was Michael B. Jordan than I would have if Miles Teller was being mopey. 
I kind of be like, suck it up, Miles. I think I think maybe they just could have written Mikey's character better. Thirst factor. Okay. So, so we got to rate the guys. Zach Efron, eight. Miles Teller, eight. Michael B. Jordan, nine. Woo. Boom. Wow. You go. Zach Efron gets the same as, as Miles Teller? Mm-hmm. He's not that good looking. Who? Miles Teller. Yes, he is. Okay. No offense, Miles. I think he is. Great guy, I'm sure. So we have Imogene Poots, uh, Mackenzie Davis. I can't remember Vera's character. We literally see her twice. Jessica Lucas. Thirst Factor? I think Mackenzie Davis probably pulls this one out. Yep. At like a nine. Yep. She's um, she's kind of classically good looking. Like Imogene Poots is adorable. She's like weird and quirky and cute. I don't think it really translates to a thirst factor. It's like a would I date you? Yeah. <laughs> you like that she plays piano. <laughs> I also just think I like her a lot. <laughs> and then Jessica Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, we barely ever see her. Yeah, we don't see her very, mu- very much. All I know is that she cheats on my dude, Mikey. So, four. Whoa. Hey. Like, are you are you doing the character? The character. Or the actor? The character. That's oh. what the thirst factor is all about, girl. Okay, Zach Efron's a seven then. Oh, you're dropping him down a little yeah. bit. Okay, all right. Because I was doing like the actual actor. Rewatchability. Seven point five. Yeah, I'd say I'd say just because the jokes still hit. Yeah, it's all still yeah, very they do. funny. They do still hit. The writing's good. Yeah, I I'd put it at an eight. Like I I liked this movie the first time I watched it. Rewatching it, I still enjoyed it. And yeah, some of the jokes still caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah, um, that's funny. And I also like that it's it's multiple different stories, and we're not just like if it was just the Zac Efron story, which it is a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I would like it a little bit less because his character is a little bit less likable. Yeah, I like that we're following the friends too. Yeah, like Michael B. Jordan, love him. Miles Teller, although I would disagree that he's better looking. <laughs> um, he he has a fun dynamic in this one, and I like his chemistry with Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, so yeah, re- yeah. Rewatchability. I'm gonna give it like an eight point. Three. Wow. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'll give it a 7.7. Wait, you're just knocking it up because I knocked mine up? Yep. I, I know. You know what? I truly <laughs> believe that it's a 7.7. <laughs> oh, man. This has been the Rom-Com Rewind podcast of That Awkward Moments. Thanks for listening.